everybody, and it's another week of the Katie Canine Show. And if you, in case you have been watching your calendars, guess where the next two Sundays are going to be? At the Minnesota State Fair. And on the other side of the glass, we are, I'm lucky to have two producers, not one, but two. I got Rachel and we got Brian, who you met last week. Hey, Brian, how you doing? I'm pretty good. How are you? Good. Can't complain. Can't complain. Are you ready for the state fair? Oh, yeah, of course. Have you ever done the state fair at any other station or anything? Yeah, back in college. Uh, oh, did I did you? a couple interviews or doing an interviews with some bands. Oh, yeah? Yeah, for my college station back in the day. But Oh, okay. Back in the day. Back oh, in yeah. the day. Oh, was that about two years ago? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I would say, yeah, two, three years ago, I'd say. Oh, okay. No, I was kidding. I was going to say, <laughs> but anyway. Uh, well, welcome back. I'm glad you didn't get scared and run away and that you decided to come back. That was good. And Rachel, how was your week this week? It's been pretty good. Oh, anything new and earth shattering? Oh, not really. No. It just, like we talked about last time, the week just flies by, and it's like we're back at it again. Oh, I knew it. And that, uh, it was so nice when the front came in. You know, they're here, the storm's coming, storm's coming. Was that Friday? Yeah, it's supposed to be, well, Thursday night we're supposed to get rain. Yeah, nothing. Uh, <laughs> Friday comes. It's looking a little cloudy. Yay, yay, yay. Look at the weather. Oh, we might get some rain. You know, digging around outside. We did a movie on the... Um, uh, on my, I call it the basketball court, and what it is is that we uh, uh, have a my where my school is. We put wanted to put a tar apron out front. Well, it got a little bit big, and so now it's like basically the size of a half a basketball court. So we call it the basketball court, and fun. It's right next to the gazebo. But anyway, so yeah, so we put it in, and we put in movie, and that, so then we uh, you know get done, and uh, uh, then I'm going down to finish up, tuck everybody in. And I felt two drops, and I'm like, it's coming, it's coming. Okay, go up to the house, ding around, go to sleep, wake up. Okay, everything's dry. Where did the rain go? <laughs> So, yes, we need it so bad. The, the farmers are really having a tough time, folks. You have no idea. And what you got to remember, you know, the farmer not only farms food for humans, but they food, uh, you know, feed uh, the what we are going to eat, you know, the cattle, the sheep, the pigs, and, and all, everything, the prices of everything is just going nuts just for the fact that drought's taking so much and then the diesel fuel has gone so high as far as what it takes to run the machinery to get whatever crops are out there. And, it's, you know, people batting down the hatches <laughs> because you're in for a rough ride with the, with the way food prices are going to be. But, so hopefully you got some great, uh, some great questions from today. Now, um, I went to, yesterday I went to Stop Out Suicide. And that was up in Wyoming, stopoutsuicide.org, and a great, great time. We had, uh, uh, it was it was not as big as I've seen in the past years. This was the 10th year, 10th year for it. I've been with it for nine. And so uh, it, it, was, it was just steady is what it was. But what makes it so, when you start to think about it, it's just not a gathering of people that we all have something in common. We've lost somebody to suicide. And so then I was, uh, uh, a couple of people talked and then we started telling our stories and, you know, who did you lose and, and blah, blah, blah. And it really is, it's a somber, but also what's cool is that you know you're not alone. That, you know, it's unfortunate it happened, but there's other people that has happened to too. And we just all got a band together and work together. So, uh, and uh, Brian, you're new to the show. I lost my brother to suicide in uh, 2012. And so uh, we never, just like everybody says, had deals with it, didn't see it coming. 
It's like, are you kidding me? I was, I, I'm, there's five in her family. There's four girls and one boy. And my brother, obviously, was the only boy. <laughs> yeah, and so he had two, whoopsies, and 2000, um, uh, 2012. But anyway, so that's why, yeah, I, I, I really love uh, stompoutsuicide.org. So if you could throw some money their way, Canvas Help has now taken it over. Uh, they did, it was great. Uh, like I said, yeah, the, the weather held out. It was, not, oh, it felt so good. I actually had a sweatshirt on. <laughs> it was a nice, after trying to take off, whole bunch last week for all the humidity but anyway so and so stomp out suicide was a great big hit also too nutrisource has always uh uh taken pinky org under their wing and they are doing another fundraiser for pinky swear and uh i, I can't remember how many years it's been but pinky swear is going to team with truck and dons and so if you buy any nutrisource product from september 1st to september 9th whether it's you buy it online or go in store, that Chuck and Don's are going to do- donate a portion of that purchase to PinkySwear.org. So if you guys need anything, wait till September 1st to September 9th to buy your new source stuff so that it will go towards Pinky Swear. And if you want to learn more about it, please go to PinkySwear.org. There's other things. And what they do, they promote... Or pro, uh, they they uh, how pinky swear in case I'll just refresh your guys's mind. Uh, Mick Chipotis uh, was nine, if I do believe uh, he got cancer, and then what happened is that um, he overheard a conversation uh, to somebody that was sharing his room that they wouldn't have enough money for Christmas presents, and so he took out his had his dad take his own you know Mitch's savings account out. They put him in envelopes and they distributed to everybody in the kids cancer ward whether they put it on the end tables whether they slid it under the do- under the door so and then um and then mitch told his dad that okay dad we're gonna do this every year well unfortunately the next mitch did not make it to the next uh next christmas and so but it, right after uh, how how what a cool feeling and in Mitch's heart even grew bigger with that uh, of, of donating his money to people that are in need. He made his dad pinky swear that they would do it every year. And so anyway, so that's where pinky swear and pinky swear helps with financial. Anybody that's uh, families that are dealing with uh, cancer, whether you need uh, rides, whether you need food, whether you need housing, uh, whether you need financial help, that's what pinky swear does. And so go to pinky org and uh, check it out. And then if you can donate that would be fantastic okay and so it is it's great family i met mr and mrs uh chipoko i always have a hard time saying that word and never did unfortunately get to meet his great son and it must be awesome parents to have such a very big-hearted person at nine to decide to empty his savings account and give it to other cancer um families so so it's been way cool okay let's see what else we got on the docket here i'm do no, today, we're hopefully, we're going to talk about, okay, I've been getting a lot of calls and a lot of emails about dogs with sensitive stomachs, uh, what to do with that. We're going to address that today, sensible, sensitive stomachs in dogs, and even in cats, it's kind of the same thing. And then um, how to store the dog food correctly, and then how to feed it correctly is what we're going to address today. And uh, if you got any questions, please give a holler at 651-641-1071. That's 651-641-1071. Whether it's a dog question, a cat questions, no husband, wife, or kid questions. Only pet questions, all right? And, uh, and then we'll try to stump... Uh, we got two to try to stump just like last week. See if they can come up with the correct answer for the trivia question. So, 
but yeah, so hopefully you got some great questions for me today. This two hours goes so fast, and everybody usually waits to that last hour, the five o'clock hour, and then everybody tries to call at the same time, and then we usually wind up leaving someone on hold. Or, and I'm really sorry, but you know, you all, when you hold that, when I get to you, I will give you as much time as I gave everybody else. I do. Uh, I'm not the norm for a radio show. Usually, people uh, they take the questions, they hang up on the people, answer the question, and go to the next one. They try. It's all about getting how many questions through. But with what I do, I need to more information to answer your questions correctly and give you true help. And so that's why hopefully will you guys, when you, as you're waiting, um, that you're very patient, uh, put, put it on speakerphone, you know, maybe, you know, wash the bathroom, do some laundry, <laughs> fold some clothes, iron, whatever, wait in your turn. So, and I really appreciate you got all you guys, uh, for hanging on. It's, it's, it's really awesome. So anyway, with that said, hope, come on, the lines are open. 651-641-1071. 651-641-1071. Okay, question. Sea turtles lay their eggs on the beaches. What decides if a baby turtle is a boy or a girl? And we'll talk about that when we get back. All right. Well, that's never happened before. Hey, we didn't have anybody call in, so we got totally open lines. So if you got a question, 651-641-1071. Okay, the temperature of the sand... Uh, let's see. Sea turtles lay their eggs in, on the beaches. What decides if the baby, if it's a baby boy or a baby girl turtle? Do you have any idea? I have no clue. All right, Rachel. Is it something to do with their shell, like the color of their shell? Nope. It has to do with the temperature of the sand. If the egg is exposed to warmer temperatures, it's a baby girl. If the sand is cooler, it's going to be a baby boy. Isn't that something? I don't understand how that can happen. Yeah. Something new every day. I know it. Isn't that cool? Well, there we go. All right. Uh, since there's no calls and there's open lines, once again, 651-641-1071. Uh, you, when you call, you get right in. So, okay, let's talk about dogs. What I talk about, uh, what I hear so much about sensitive stomachs. Okay, folks, what causes sensitive stomachs is that your dog's gut system is in the toilet. It needs probiotics. It needs digestive enzymes. It needs organic apple cider vinegar. Uh, you might want some extra virgin coconut oil. All right. And so, uh, and then, uh, you know, they have uh, foods out there for sensitive stomachs folks stop and think dogs were put on this earth to be the scavengers to be the cleanup crew to eat everything and anything and never skip a beat well lucky them we bring them into our house we feed them the exact same thing every single solitary day and we wonder why they get sensitive stomachs now sensitive stomachs can start from puppyhood whereas okay that first of all they get stress causes stomach problems okay first of all they're weaned from the mom okay then they start eating regular food okay then they're taken away from their mom and the litter mates and who now they're in a new home who are you where am i at stress again okay then they start going to the vets vaccines there's more stress okay then they're dewormed that's more stress and so a lot of times with all this stress uh, what happens is that the system cannot regenerate it enough, and so then their digestive system tanks. Where you get mushy, it sounds like you or it seems like you always got you know mushy doos and such like that. So the name of the game is a good probiotic, a good digestive enzyme, and then uh, like I said, organic apple cider vinegar, uh, and then um, the extra virgin coconut oil. And there's a lot of other things that you can do, but that's good to start out with. And then how you feed it is also another thing now dogs weren't meant to eat dry kibble food that is made for uh human consumption or consumption <laughs> human 
<laughs> human convenience to just open the bag and feed it to the dogs. So dogs that are have, having trouble with uh, uh, diarrhea and such like that or loose stools, please, this is what I need you to do. You're going to take the dry food, you're going to put it in your bowl, and or your dog's bowl, not your bowl, and then you're going to put hot tap water on it till it floats really nice, put it aside. Non-grain-free takes about a half hour to rehydrate. Grain-free takes about an hour to rehydrate. So you're going to come back. Let's say we're doing non-grain-free, like one of Nutrisource beef and rice or trout and rice or turkey and rice. Okay, then we come back, and that water should be all gone and absorbed into the food. Okay, now what you're going to do is you're going to take your fingers, and you're going to touch touch a couple of the nuggets, and you want it to be kind of soft to put near to the center. If not, then add more water and just wait a bit more. Okay, then when it's right, and then what you're going to do is fluff it up, put your supplements in there, your digestive enzymes, your probiotics, your organic apple cider vinegar. And remember, dogs eat according to smellability, not patability. And most of dogs don't eat their food or chew it. What they do is they slam it. So then what that is, is that there's a, that whole nugget is sitting in their stomach. All right, that's like insulting crackers. And then now they drink a whole bunch of water for all this dry matter. And now that weight is sitting in the stomach and the stomach has to rehydrate and break down that food. And think of the stomach as looking like a hammock. It's like an axles, okay? With the weight of the whole kibble in there and the weight of all that water to, to help digest that dry matter. Okay, now if your dog jumps wrong or turns wrong, what's going to happen is they can bloat. The stomach can flip and now your dog is dying. And so that's why let's try to eliminate that all but uh, a very lessen the chance greatly by rehydrating the dry food. All right. And no, it takes more time. I get that. Uh, because remember, dry food and bags is for human convenience. And so we barely, barely feed ourselves enough. But what we've got to do is be uh, dogs that are having uh, stomach issues and potty issues. This is what you need to give a shot to. Do it for two weeks. And if you don't notice a difference, uh, well, I'm wrong and I'm not going to be. <laughs> but anyway, rehydrate that dry food. All right. Because a lot of people go and buy those puzzles to put the dry food in so that it slows the dog down in eating. Basically, it just uh, dogs are just, they're still, they're not chewing the shoot, the food. What they're doing is they're lapping it up and sli- still slamming it down at a slower pace. Because if a dog scarfs their food like that, that's not healthy for them either. That can cause distress in the digestive system. So, so first of all, what we're going to do is that now digestive, some of the places that get good probiotics, and if you're taking them, you can give it to your dog. Okay, you take whatever human one and cut it in half for your dog, all right? Uh, but you can, uh, some of the ones I like is vitalplanet.com, animalessentials.com, healthypets.mercola.com. Those are the where I usually get a lot of them. That they And you have to look at the CPUs, colony per unit. The higher it is in the billions, the better you want. Especially for probiotic, you want different strains. Same with digestive enzymes. But, but the whole thing is, is you want to get good products so that it will help regenerate your dog's gut system. All right? And then now what you're going to do is you're going to rehydrate the food. And so now you can do dinner at breakfast, breakfast, at dinner. Okay, rehydrate it, put it in a Pyrex dish. Okay, put a cover on it. Don't put it in the fridge, just leave it on the counter, but make sure the dog or the cat can't get to it, all right? Then you come home from work, open it up, flip it up, put your supplements in, and then feed it. But otherwise, you can just, you know, like I say, half hour for non-grain-free and an hour for grain-free is the norm. It depends on what 
you know, uh, formula you get. Some will be take less time. Some will take more time. You're going to get good at it. And I'm just so used to doing it. It's just the way it is. And then also, too, you might want to add a little bit of raw two, three evenings a week to your dog's diet. You remember, rotate that in so their stomach can get used to it. And then another thing, too, is uh, dehydrated food. It looks like army rations. And then all you do is usually two cups of water to one cup product. And when you do freeze-dried, which is raw, but the most you're taking out, you crumble it up and then add water to it. Put your supplements in, mix it, and then feed that, too. But now back to dry food uh, or anything. You want at least three to four different formulas. And that's what's so great about Nutrisource. Nutrisource has got uh, so many between non-grain freeze, grain freeze then they got their pure vita line which is a rare in the uh, um, in the dog industry because and same in the cat industry is that when it says duck it's only duck if it says turkey it's only turkey now what's really cool is what they just came out with it's called element and you, i need you to go read that it is phenomenal it's almost like raw food in uh like process formed and I, I don't know how to explain it because uh, the average is uh, 87 to 93 percent protein it's a rarity again in the in the animal world and so uh, go to nutrisourcepetfoods.com and then look under elements and read all about it. they got four flavors to choose from with the different protein levels it's, it's an awesome it's a new way of doing dog food and once again I tip my hat to nutrisource on the cutting edge is so much to keep our pets healthy it's really really awesome so okay we got a we got a call of the line, so why don't we grab that? We can talk more in a minute. Go ahead. Yeah. So this is John. He has a question about dogs' anal glands. Anal glands. Okay. There we go. Hey, John. How you doing? Oh, I'm doing good, Kitty. How are you? Good. Good. So what's going on? Uh, I've had a problem. It's just really started up this year with my four-year-old dog's uh, anal gland. Okay. Um, and- keep bringing her into the vet. What I've been doing is. Having them as uh, the vet express them, um, I tried doing it myself. Oh, <laughs> boy, you're a brave man. <laughs> There's no way I would I do, it. do it. I'd shovel a pig um, barn off the her in every month uh, to get them expressed. Yep. Um, they've, they've been pretty much the same. I use the same vet so we can see, like, you know, if right. there's been any change. Okay. We were able to back it off to every month and a half. That only lasted one month. Okay. Um, last time I brought her in, um, because they were so bad, um, it only lasted two days. Okay. First of all, what kind um, of dog? The vet What's the breed? That it might be related to allergies. No, it's related to food. And, it's, oh, stop, and stop, put her stop. On, uh, Apoquel. Yep, no, stop. Nope, stop. Stop, 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 stop. Okay, no, it all has to do with the, di- the diet. That's uh, the whole name of the game right there. Anal problem, uh, anal sac glands uh, are, are, the problem is totally digestive. What that dog is eating, that's the name of the game right there. So, how old is your dog and what kind? Four years old, and she's like a terrier mutt. Okay, how many pounds? Uh, she's about 26. Okay, sounds good. Okay, so now what have you been feeding? Um, I've been feeding her um, wellness, okay, complete health, and I switched to that because it was recommended for fiber, a higher fiber. Okay. Okay. So the the big and then I wet it down with a little bit of sojo's little raw food. Oh, good, good, good. Yes. Uh, okay. But number one, what you want to do is that you've got to start rotating this dog's diet. She can't be anything anything longer than maybe four to five days, and you're into a, a new base. All right. I would, oh. Okay. Yep. And so uh, what I would do is that most dogs have been chickened to death. 
because all pet food or all cat foods basically are, have chicken in, and then all puppy foods have chicken in, and so and then most because uh, chicken is cheap and so it's a good filler. So what I would so strongly suggest that you try the Pure Vita line in Nutrisource. Pure Vita, P U R E V I T A. Okay. And so now what we're going to do now, what I'm going to we're going to finish this when we come back. I got to run to break. So get your pen and paper out or your crayon and your chalk. OK, OK, we'll be right back. Like, hey, when bats fly out of the cave, do they turn left or right? We'll be back. Alrighty then. Uh, appreciate you listening and sharing your Sunday afternoon with me every time. And this is drive time during the summer from four to six. Lori and Julie are lucky enough to have drive time during the week. And then Jason and Alexis and crew uh, drive time in the morning. So anyway, so drive time is kind of a, a coup in the radio field. And so that's, I only get to shout that pleasure into several months. Cause they're so, I'll tell you, coming in, there must be a lot of people going up north because coming in on 35 down to 36 and I take 36. To 280. Coming down 35E, I mean, a good gravy. You'd swear it's a rush hour traffic, you know, coming out of the cities. It's like, come on, people, people. So, anyway, it is what it is. Okay. Uh, when bats fly out of a cave, do they turn right or left? You got a 50 50 chance of this one. What do you think, Brian? Let's go right. Okay. What do you think, Rachel? I'm going to go with left. Yay, Rachel. <laughs> <laughs> That's really weird that they all they always take a left when they come out of the cave. I want that would be something worth googling to see what what is why is that? I, I don't know. That's it's very interesting. Okay, so let's go back to the phone lines. John has got a dog, a terrier mix, four year old, been dealing with anal gland uh, problems, and so and anal gland pro- problems are ninety nine percent what their digestive system is doing and what food you're feeding. So are you still with us, John? Yep, I'm here. All right. Okay, so if this was my dog, remember, I'm not a vet, but I've I've had anal gland problems with a couple dogs in the past. Well, it was about 20 years ago until I learned about it. (laughs) And and basically what it is, a minute. So I would try, first of all, do the Pure Vita line from Nutasaurus. Okay, they've got turkey, they've got duck. Uh, they've got beef and remember it's, it's a own, when it says turkey, it's just turkey. Okay. There is no hidden chicken in these foods. All right. In case chicken is what's triggering some of the problems here. All right. And then we're going to rehydrate it. Remember what I was, did you listen earlier about what the food down and rehydrating the food? Did you hear that? Yes. Good. So that's what we want to do. Want to help the digestive system work better. And then you're going to add the same thing, the digestive enzymes, the probiotics, and the organic apple cider vinegar. Okay. And then for your size dog, uh, you want to build to a teaspoon a day of, uh, of vinegar. And then with the with the uh, probiotics and digestive enzymes, depending where you get them, they say on the outside, you know, what to, you know, on the canister. The digestive okay. enzyme, whatever it says for your size dog, I would build to what it is, you know, what, you know, what. Build means like four or five days build into what they tell you. And then I would double it for about three weeks, the digestive enzyme, and then come back to what they normally, you know, because the digestive enzyme is going to help that digestive system work more efficient. And that's what we've got to get it is more efficient along with changing. Now you're going to buy the small bags of dog food from Pure Vita, you know, like the six pounders. Okay. And so what you're going to do is maybe take, hopefully you got some freezer space. Uh, you take like at least I half do. the, oh good. Take about half the bags. Uh, to, okay, let's say it's a six pound bag. Take and cut it in half or threesies and then put it in Ziploc freezer bags. And then let's say right turkey on the outside. 
Okay, and then now take one of those bags to go into the freezer. Okay, now as you're getting uh, down on the turkey, and then let's say we're going to try the beef. All right, we're going to, okay, do the same thing. Cut that beef in threesies, put it in the Ziploc freezer bags, mark, mark beef on the outside, take one out, rotate that in with the turkey, okay, till you're all the way to the beef, and then maybe we're going to try the duck. All right, and so then same thing, cut it in threesies, right duck on the outside, keep one out, feed that. Now, once they've had the food and it comes back into rotation, now you fed, now you just got done feeding the duck, now we're going back to the turkey. Now you just open it and feed it. You don't have to rotate it in. It's only at the beginning that you're going to rotate new food in. And usually every dog is different. And so you can, it usually you can start out like a quarter of the new to three quarters of the old for two, three days, and then go 50-50 for two, three days, et cetera. All right? And then and watch the doo-doos. If the doo-doos start getting a little bit, you know, uh, soft, you're rotating too fast. Slow down. Instead of two, three days, do maybe three, four days before you bump up the rotation into the new food. All right? Okay. Okay. So then what's going to happen, I would strongly recommend that you also incorporate some raw food. You can go to like Chuck and Don's to their freezer section. And so what you do is you can either get the patties or the nuggets. It's up to yourself. And you thaw it out. And then because, you now when you give raw, formulated raw, that's like eating steak and potato or steak and lobster, I mean. And so now what you got to do is you're going to start out with, let's say you get the nuggets. Okay. Then start out with giving her one nugget here, you know, a couple times a day, like as a treat. All right, so her system adjusts, adjusts to that. But now remember that you want to take some of your food out during breakfast and, and dinner for it because you don't want to get your dog fat, okay? And so then right. what I would strongly recommend, at least three evenings a week, evenings, not mornings, but evenings, because there's a longer time from dinner to breakfast than breakfast to dinner. And three evenings a week, you want to want to feed a raw dinner with no, It's you're not going to feed any dry food, okay? You're going to feed the raw, what it tells you on the package for your dog's weight, all right? Okay. Okay. And so all these supplements and such like that you want to do for at least four or five months. All right. You should start in a couple of weeks, start noticing a difference in, in things, but it's going to take a while that this, now another thing is, is that chemicals that are put in and outside the dog. Are you doing any flea and tick stuff? Yes, I am. Yeah, what? Well, let's stop that, okay? Because that all affects the whole being of our of, of us and our dogs, you know what I mean? And so the thing is, there's so many natural ways, you know, to do flea and tick control that you don't need to do the chemicals, all right? So I back okay. off on that. If you go to my website by going to mytalk1071.com, go to my show page, my website's there, click on that, and then go to the radio show topics, scroll down, and in the middle, there's about five, six, seven different ways, natural ways that you can do repel fleas and ticks all right okay okay then also larry we doing heartworm yes i am okay so that you have to make a decision on that one once again chemicals i don't put any chemicals in or on my dogs that i will not put in or on myself and heartworm um in minnesota uh okay most of us want you to defeat it or do it 12 months out of the year Okay, now, first of all, we have winter, right? We only have, like, maybe four seasons. And this year we have any, I have not, no, listen to this. I have not slapped one mosquito at our place. Not one. Now, flies on the other way, there's a problem there. But, so the thing is, is that the mosquito, I had a guy come to my class. And okay. he did some research on, or he asked me what mosquito transfers heartworm. And I'm like, well, that's a good question because I know there's a lot of different mosquitoes out there. 
So he went home, and the next week he came to class, and he uh, told me that the mosquito that transfers that has the heartworm is a southern mosquito. They're very rare in the upper states here in North Dakota, South Dakota, Minnesota, Michigan, and Iowa. And so the chances of getting a heartworm up in this area is is pretty slim. And so I like have people to understand. And it works backwards. When you give it... Um, uh, April 1st is for mosquitoes in March. When you give it May 1st, it's for mosquitoes in April. When you give it June 1st, it's for mosquitoes in May. You see how that works? Okay. Right. And so the thing is, is what it does is it puts the stuff in the system in case the mosquito carrying the larva bites your dog. Then it kills the, um, so it's actually the poisoner is in the blood system. Okay. So I want people to understand how heartworm works. There's a lot of people, what they do is every six months, they have a heartworm test done. So in case the dog does come up with heartworm, it's caught so early it's so easy to take care of okay and some people after they do that for a couple years really well i'm just going to do that once a year every year you should definitely have a blood draw to test for you know lyme heartworm antiplasmosis it's kind of like called a snap test and so that's what you want to do but you have to decide on your protocol but i want you to remember all this stuff does cause problem in the digestive system as with people all right. So you've got to look at the big picture. But right now, by changing the food, putting in the probiotics, the digestive enzyme, the organic apple cider vinegar, you for her weight, you can get organic uh, extra virgin coconut oil and build. Uh, let's see, she's 20, she said 26, correct? Correct. Okay. So you can build to two level teaspoons, but that's over like two weeks. Otherwise, that will give her the runs. <laughs> okay, because what that does, it takes out any inflammation in the gut system, and it's a good fat for her brain and for her her coat. Okay? And so, okay. but, and I get mine, you can get the big buckets for 15, 16 bucks at uh, Costco. And you got to make sure that it's organic coconut oil. Okay, not refined. You don't want refined. You want organic uh, extra virgin coconut oil. Okay. okay, and so that's what you want. And then here's a couple of websites that I want you to look at. Okay, okay. is um, dogsnaturallymagazine.com. Okay, and then healthypets.mercola.com. Healthypets.mercola.com. And they're all natural websites. And then what you do is you type in, um, you know, find out, learn more about heartworm, you know, learn about all this and you might make the decision on what you're going to do. Are you only going to do it maybe for three months instead of 12 months, you know, the heartworm, or are you going to do it at all? You know, what are you going to do? Make, educate yourself, decide what you want to do. Okay. The three words that vets hate is Katie Canine says. And then my thing is, okay. the, th- the well, this thing. This is the first time I've listened to your show. Oh, actually, is it? So. Oh, well, thank you. Well, welcome to the show. <laughs> no, thank you. And, and so the the thing is, is that uh, it's not what I try to do is empower people to educate themselves, get the ball rolling, get people thinking. Like maybe there's other information out there that I need to learn about. So it's not do as I say. What it is is try to. I'm, I want to dangle the carrot and get you to learn more, and then make decisions that you're comfortable with. All right. And that's the same thing in the human world with doctors and such like that. You know, learn more so you can ask the right questions. And you always make sure you keep asking questions until you're totally satisfied. Just don't be a drone and say, okay, fine. You know, if the vet gets pushy, like, you know, you're kind of (laughs) uh, like not 
believing them in them, you know, were, you know, well, who's got the doctorate on the wall, me or you? Well, you know what the thing is, is that you, you, I'll take what you're saying under consideration. And then what you're going to do is go do your homework, make a good decision that will, is for both yourself and the pet and everything will come together. But see, the problem is, is that the conventional vets don't know very much about good nutrition and how di- feeding differently and adding supplements can change a lot of problems we're seeing in dogs and it's because they're great at the always and they're great at the diseases but it's just like us human people you know human doctors they diagnose and prescribe right but all of a sudden if you start eating different boy a lot of these symptoms that you're having goes away and it's like it's a miracle (laughs) okay and so that's why we just got to be instead of be beholding you know to drugs and such like that you know because that's not good none of us should be on drugs and none of us should be uh, you know, whether it be humans or dogs, uh, especially dogs, they want to put on a lot of people drugs. And I don't, you know, that's drugs have their place. But the thing is, is I want to try diet first to, you know, straighten out my puppers, whether it's my cat, my dog, my horse. And then uh, if that doesn't work, then I'll try a couple. I'll dabble with conventional. But that's what I mean. You just got to kind of go outside the box, learn more and then make decisions that you're comfortable with. So, Katie, can I ask you one, once more on the rotation, the diet? Yep. Um, how long would that continue on for, and is that something that could cure her problem? You bet. And the, the, rotation, the rotation is forever because dogs were put uh, on this earth to be scavengers, to eat everything and anything, and then we limit their diet and wonder why they take a header. And a lot of this digestive issues start when they were puppies. Like I said earlier, from stress and such like this and being weaned and, and then pounded with uh, vaccines and, and, and chemicals and such like that. The digestive system is 85% of our immune system. So when the digestive system is off, so is everything else. So by getting her into a rotation diet, and you'll get good at it. And then as far as the supplements, you uh, once you get her straightened out where for a year you haven't had any anal you know, problems, all right, then now we can maybe back off on some of the supplements, but still keep them maybe not every day. Maybe do it every other day or every third day. You Just do as needed. Okay. I'm gonna need a chart. <laughs> no, it's really, it really is easy. Like I said, because uh, the Pure Vita, like I said, they, uh, from NutrisourcePetFoods.com, and you can get it like a Chuck oh, I'm and Don's. Familiar with them. What? I'm familiar with. Oh, good. Pure Vita. Okay, good, good. And so, um, yeah, and Chuck and Don's carries them or whatever. Your local pet stores. They only sell to mom and pop. You know, the local uh, retailers. They don't sell to the big stores. Okay. Right. And if you have any other questions, just give me a holler and pick my brain up at Katie's Canines or send me an email. Okay, kiddo. Sure will. Thanks a lot okay. for your help. You bet. Good luck. Take care. And it will work. You just got to be diligent. It'll work. Okay? Okay. Thank you. You bet. Bye-bye. All right. Of course, I went long. That's the way it goes. Okay. What is the only big cat that can't roar? What is the only big cat that can't roar? We'll be back. All right. Thank you again for sharing your Sunday afternoon. All right. Which cat of the big cats cannot roar? What's your thought on that, Brian? Um, I'm trying to think of uh, just cats off the top of my head. Um, not kitty cats. Big oh, any cats. cats? No, big cats. You big know that wild cats. Um, yeah, I have no clue. All right, Rachel. I'm gonna go with a puma. Ah, close. Cheetah. Mm-hmm. Cheetahs cannot roar. Oh, nice. There you go. They also cannot re- are the one the only ones that cannot retract a claws. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they are also the fastest land animal. 
Okay, I did know that. There you go. There you go. Them Jeetas, I'll tell you, they sure know how to do it, don't they? All right, let's step up. Let's go to the next class. Our next, oh, wait a minute. We're still with, is he with us? Oh, we're all done with him, right? We're yeah. Do what it's starting to do. Yeah. Uh, I have a really good memory, but it's very short. <laughs> okay, <laughs> who's up next? So, yeah, so we got Mike on the line. Uh, he has a question about why his dogs eat grass at the dog park. All right. Hi, Mike. How you doing? I'm good, Katie. How are you? Good, good. Okay, why dogs eat? Uh, uh, now, do they eat the grass and then throw it up, or they just eat the grass and move on? Um, most of the time, they just eat the grass and move on, um, but I've had to literally pull pieces of grass out of one of my dog's butts. That's, so yeah, I know. It's not my favorite thing in the world. It's literally know? a pain in the butt. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Okay, no, the reason why they eat grass is there, there are a couple things. Their digestive system. All right. Uh, you can add some uh, digestive enzymes. Uh, they might need more greens in their diet, a.k.a. green beans, green peas, ca- uh, cauliflower, not cauliflower, uh, broccoli. Okay, more greens in their diet. diet. Dogs have an uncanny ability to find in nature what they need and they're lacking in their gut. Like a dog might start licking rust and then 10 to 1 if you run a, a, a profile, they're probably lacking a little bit of iron and some minerals. And so that's why dogs that eat grass. Now, if they eat grass really, really fast, okay, they're going to go and throw it up because their stomach is, uh, uh, so don't bring them in the house because their stomach is upset. Okay, so that's a way to throw up. But if they're just kind of grazing, then what it is is, uh, there again, it. Uh, it's because they need some more greens. And then by adding digestive enzymes and then by adding um, a little bit of canned pumpkin or a, uh, sweet potatoes, you can either cook them and scoop them or you can get the vacuum pack, no syrup, sweet potatoes, any kind of squash that puts more fiber into their diet. And then like when they do eat, you know, the grass, it's not going to twine so much. It's the, 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 uh, the pumpkin and, and the squashes are going to take care of it and put more pack in there. So you're less likely that you have to pull grass out of your dog's butt okay so my dog loves like if i i have a lot of vegetables around my house Mm -hmm. and if i open up bags of um lettuce okay they seem to love lettuce is that okay well lettuce is is hard for them to uh digest okay oh Uh, uh so that's why i wouldn't do the lettuce thing i would do the green bees green peas cauliflower that has more substance to it some dogs choke on lettuce because they don't really chew it they kind of slide it all right and so and same with us you know if we you know we can choke on it also if we don't chew it right <laughs> or cut it ah, up yeah so, they, yeah. so i kind of i kind of stay away from lettuce myself uh because it, like i said they usually have a harder time with it i would stick with like the green peas green beans uh broccoli is really good but then if you give your dog too much broccoli then they're gonna fluff a lot all right oh. so they can clear they'll clear the room but by adding that extra like uh fiber as in pumpkin and any kind of squash like a cut now how many pounds are your dogs uh, one is 40 and one is 60. Okay, so you could add, you put like a, a heaping tablespoon in each one of them in every every breakfast and every dinner. Oh, okay. And I've got some actually at the house right now. So yep. And I'll so, yeah, because you can't, you can't give too much. You know, it's not going to, it's good for them. So that's, yeah. that, that would help with that, you know, so you're not pulling the grass out of the butt. But one thing I'd also pay attention though is that if you choose to go to dog parks, they use a lot of chemicals there between mosquitoes and grass controls, and I wouldn't want my dog eating that grass. Same That's with what the, I was thinking, too. Yeah, and see, yeah. like, a lot at the parks and stuff like that. Or if you've got Kim Long ha- happy people, you know, next to you. You know, that's the only bummer when a dog likes to eat grass. That you literally want to be clear of what might be on that grass. So that's, right. what, that's what would worry me even more than just eating the grass. 
Okay. Okay. Absolutely. I appreciate you. Thank okay, you. Okay, so but much. yeah, add more fiber, and then like if the couple t- if the tablespoon doesn't do it, then add two tablespoons. You know, just try it and see it, and you'll hit something. Then all of a sudden, you realize it's going to help compact the 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 doos more, so you won't have that stringy stuff. Because my dog uh, Gilligan was doing that a couple weeks ago, and I added the pumpkin, and now I don't have to worry about the the, the leisure effect. <laughs> yeah, leisure, right? Okay, I will do that. Thank you so much. Okay, well, have a grand day. Thanks for the call. You too. Bye-bye. There we go. <clears throat> Pumpkin and all squashes, spaghetti squash, acorn, butternut, whatever. Now, I some of them have more sugar in them, but, you know, that's not bad. And then canned pumpkin. There's a lot of people, what they do is, you know, after the Halloween, they go buy up all the the extra pumpkins because they're dirt cheap. And then what they do is they bake them down, scoop them out, make their own pumpkin. And it's a lot healthier, believe it or not, because the canned pumpkin is a little bit more watery, whereas you get the regular stuff, then you put it in the blender, and it's not as watery. It's real. And then you can make your own pumpkin pies. I'm not quite that <laughs> quite that interested. Uh, but I I like cooking from scratch, but I'm a quick scratcher, baker, uh, cook, I should say. Uh, some people, you know, they're sitting there with like 15 different uh, 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 herbs, you know, and spices and stuff like this. And I'm just like, salt, pepper, one more, one other. What is that? Other, what other is going to be? You know, so I'm not, I'm not a doctor or upper. Or where are we? Oh, we're at. We won't even bother with that. Well, hold on. So, so what's her name? Stephanie? Yeah, Stephanie, hold on because we're going to hit this type break. And so I just don't want to jump in and then have to tell you to go away. So anyway, once again, like I said, go uh, Chuck and Don's. Uh, from September 9, 1st to September 9, uh, they're going to be uh, any Nutrisource products that you buy between that, then what they uh, portions will be donated to Pinky Swear. So put that on your radar, September 1st to September 9. Hopefully I got those dates right. And then, um, and if you got any questions, just give a holler when, when we come back from the break, 651-641-1071. And remember, next two Sundays, I'm going to be at the Minnesota State Fair. We can't do any meet and greets or anything like that, but we'll be happy where, you know, if you've been there before, we're like way up high. So we kind of look over the audience or out at the audience. So please stop by from four to six the next two Sundays and we shall talk dogs. I'll take your questions and such like that from the fair. Okay. All right. Um, uh, let's see, then, yeah, PeakySwear.org, that's huge, all right, and then NutrisourcePetFoods.com, and, uh, check out all the great treats, and then Elements, you've got to go check out that new Element dog food that they have put together that created, is is phenomenal. Okay, what did the frog wear with her dress? What did the frog wear with her dress? Is dad, dad, bad, bad dad, dad jokes, okay? We'll be right back. <laughs> 